Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, Better Together with Maria Menounos fans. It's not Maria Menounos. It's Mr. Maria Menounos. Yes, I'm still subbing for my wife. Me and Kelsey Alexandra Meyer holding down the fort. What, what? What? (laughs) Here to bring you part two of our uh, enlightening conversation with uh, clairvoyant to the stars, J-Ray. Yeah, kind of mind-blowing. Oh, beyond. She's amazing. But Kelsey, you know what's weird? It's like if, if... Again, I'm the backup quarterback mm. and being put into this role mm-hmm. um, that I get to do. Okay. Yeah. So I want to be, listen, I want to be positive, but it's hard for me because it's, uh, it's definitely not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that's the great things about life is being put in these situations and right. you're forced to just sink or swim and grow. But I will say that I'm glad that my friends from college don't listen to this show (laughs) why because they would just be like what you know they're dudes they'd be like what are you talking about ghosts i don't think so about i don't think so you think you're talking to your dad no Mm -mm. i think you're wrong 
Really? Yeah. What I makes thought, you think that? I. I mean, you're I on planet that, Kelsey. No, I think that you're not giving them enough credit. I think that or you're not giving yourself enough credit for people you choose to be in your life. Like, I don't think that that was woo woo beyond at all. I, I mean, think, it, it doesn't didn't seem like that to me. I was just saying that. No, like, if my I, friends would hear this stuff. No, like, what I, the hell? I disagree. <clears throat> Maybe not. I disagree. I thought I am obsessed with this conversation. I think the cool thing with Jay Ray too is, at least for me, there were things that she she was saying or almost um like things that I had have been thinking or this or that or like certain things that I was like, oh my god, yes, oh my god, yes. So it's like you're just um, what's why can't I think of the word? She's validating that thought, and then I'm yeah. like, whoa, Kelsey, okay. But on a you side know, note, you know you're you're intuitive, so this is cool. That's uh, why, like, she's just a very special. What's your side note? I shouldn't have come up with a what? side note. I forget this isn't regular guy Friday. It's no, I know together. we get to because you were talking with your hands, and I loved it. You had it down, Kelsey. Thank John. you. Is that left or right hand that you were, you were motioning? Left. Yeah. So you're talking with the. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. Can you put the close up on you and sh- do it again to me? <laughs> Tell me about J Ray again. I don't remember. No, what you were like, now. yeah, you were amazing at it. Good. This? Yeah, you would, but you have to do it in conversation to help other people who want to speak this way. I want to do millennial speak. Okay, I have to I like want, think about what I was saying. I'm now. trying to connect more. I'm creating a bridge. Between. See, I'm uniting us. <laughs> Kelsey, come on, do it. Anyway, you guys, part two of our amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Pa- pa- okay, here we go. Part two of our amazing interview with Jay Ray coming right up. Well, talking about like being on in this world, it, you know, you were mentioning before about moons and all that other stuff that I, <laughs> I just don't know much about it, but no, but I know because Kel- Kelsey will say to me, Kevin, there's a full moon. Go out well, and ask Jay Ray. Or- Kev's a Scorpio. Yeah. So, so let me give you that. Oh, I don't know what that means, but she's a Scorpio yes. too. Oh, I'm a Scorpio. I can tell she's a Scorpio. My favorite people. <laughs> My mother, I was born on my mother's birthday, and the man I'm dating now, he's that same birthday as me and my mother. What's your, can I ask your birthday? November 14th. Wow, on the 18th. You guys are close. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you were born on the 18th, so you're a nine. I'm a life path nine. So if you were born on the ninth day, so you're really about soul evolution. Your Pluto is very deep within your chart, probably. Pluto is a revolutionary. Pluto is the transformer. So you've probably, people had to use you to transform their lives or you've had to go deep into the dark to get transformed, to come back out. You do your best work under pressure. You do your best work. Yes, sadly. Yeah. And listen, we're not changing that about us. So forget it. It's it's just who we are. No. It's it's the very (laughs) rock bottom of who we are. It really, it's our essence. It's funny. Just do it a lot better I say just- that I say that all the time, and then sometimes like, no, don't say that because you're making it true. But it's just like, you know, we used to, I used to have a, a if someone's around me knows me well enough. When I say, should we just do it the only way? And that's yeah. the hard way because <laughs> like, it's for yeah. me. It's hard. But it's hard. really hard, or is it hard for them to understand it? Or because it's really not hard for you. It's just hard for them to understand. Yeah. It. Yeah. Because it's really not hard. I mean, no. God knows I, I know what hard is. And I know what yeah. I know what not hard is. You know? So I embrace the hard just as much as I embrace the hard. When, it, when things are not hard, I'm very grateful. But when things are hard, I'm also grateful. Because whatever it is, I have to learn something from Because it. you have to learn something. I have to learn something in it. There's something I'm going to learn here. So when you embrace experience, it. Jerry, when you experience something bad, you're like right in that moment. And I, do you stop and ask, say, to remind yourself, okay, there's something that I... 
I need to learn from this? Do you? I always. It's, it's the first thing I walk into. It raises the vibration immediately. It's like walking into a test knowing you're going to pass it. You know, you're not questioning anything. You're like, okay. So you know what kind of armor to put on. You already know what kind of energy you should be in. I love this. Because I noticing... look at it, I go, go ahead. okay. Because I noticed Maria is doing that now too. Like in her yeah. worst moment, she'll be like, I know there's something I'm supposed to learn. You know, mm-hmm. she'll say you something. You have to start that way. If, if you go into it as I'm the victim, why is this happening to me? You're lowering your vibration by the second. Wow. By the second. And when people say, why do I always lose the one I love? Why does someone always die on me? Why do I always have to suffer? Then you are suffering. You are allowing the energy of suffering to come in. You're allowing that. Instead of saying, well, another one for the books. I know what to do. I've been here before. It's going to get easier because it has to get easier, right? But I'm learning something from this. And I'm going to teach someone something one day from this. And it might only be one person, Kevin. It might be one. You had to go through all of that cacamelda to teach one person. But that one person might teach a hundred people. And those hundred people are connected to five people each. Now expand that out and vein that out into energy. Right? Yeah. God tested me on every level. Created every test there is for me. I've dealt with a heroin addicted father. I dealt with an abusive husband, a, a drug addicted ex husband. I dealt, have an autistic son. I have, I have, I have daughters, which anybody knows have daughters. They scare the shit out of anybody. And and I, you know, I dealt with a mother who was emotionally unavailable. I have been through a lot, experienced a lot. But I've also saw that experiences the fact that I can teach other people where my faith lied at the moment. I believed right then in that moment through every trial and tribulation that God was Mr. miyagi me to help me to be able to teach others down the line where to take the fear and put it away and say, you know what? There's no reason to fear the situation. Yeah. Like I tell everybody now, you've been broke how many? When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those. And being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there, this little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Times in your life. And they're like, a lot. Have you ever stopped? Have you ever been homeless? Are you still here? Yeah. You manage to still be here, right? Right. So whatever you're exhibiting, God will take care of the rest. You have to believe. Yeah. You have to have faith that it's going to be okay. And because it has to be okay. You're still here. Well, I'll, I can even bring it down to the human level to help people. But I had a therapist say to me, you know, if you were going to look at your life like a... If you were going to... Um, buy a stock you would check out the history of the stock right right and so when that person looks at their history okay you went broke a couple times but in the end 
You never went bankrupt. You never lost everything. You always ended up on your feet. So by the statistics, and I look at your life, Jay Ray, by the statistics of your life, yes. you, you had the mother, the father, you had the, the husband, the you had a, yeah. a kid with autism, girls. And yet here you are, you know, um, overweight successful right but you're successful my whole life right Mm. but you're successful you're helping people you're all you're growing career-wise i mean like so to me if if i were to look at your life i'd say well piece of cake like i i I dealt with all that stuff and ended up better why wouldn't i so i know with with maria my wife she's younger and so you know and right now she's like in the boxing match she's just taking all the punches so she's good. She also doesn't understand that when her mother passed, it also frees up a part of her life she doesn't even It 100% has. And that's mean, what, no, no, no. Not go, even the fact please. that she had to care for her mother. It has nothing to do with Tell that. me more. because There I, are a lot of things that she wants in her life that have been energetically blocked, not because of the lack of love her mother had for her or anything else like that. It's an energetically, we take up space in every single thing we go through. I know how much she would love a child. I know how much she would love a family. I know how much she wants all of this. Mm-hmm. And in her mind's eye, she probably couldn't see herself not have, having a family without her mother. Maybe that's the way God set it up. Maybe it has to be this way. Wow. Maybe all love is not lost. Maybe mom being there and her being here is the way it had to be. And that's where I go into my, that's where I go energetically. That's where I see the bigger picture. That's where I stop and I stop looking at the pain and the loss. And I look at everything as a game. That's where I, that's what I do. And I say, you know what? Maybe this is just the way it had to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss my dad. I wish he was here. Of course. But for whatever reason, he wasn't meant to be here during this time in my life. And it's been 20 years. Physically, he but he's with he's, you. But, he's, but he is with me oh my everywhere. Goodness. Yeah. And it's been 20 years. And I still talk to my father as always in the room because I know he is. I know he is. I know he is. Because yeah. his, his mind, his soul is expansive. I know that he didn't leave us. He didn't leave me and my brothers. I know that. Right. He's there. And energetically, he finds his way to show us every day. That I, he's still very present. My dad's been gone the same amount of time yours is, and I couldn't agree with you more. I feel yeah, like he's day. very much there more than ever. Mm. And if he's not in my ear, then he's in my spirit. If he's not in my spirit, then he's on a license plate in front of me or a song that comes on the radio. Right. He's always with me. So what one thing I always remind Maria of is like, look what where we've always ended up. So of course it's mm. gonna be fine. You know yes. what I mean? Like, of course, of course. it's going to be fine. Just, you know, this is going based on her. what's happened in the past, you know? Right. But this is also going to shape her in a way because the experience of losing a parent is something no one really understands until you experience it. Yeah. But her losing her mother and her being so close, because me and my daughter are very, very close. My daughter's and there's this, there's this energy with us that my daughter doesn't go a day without calling me six, seven, eight times, you know, just to check in. You I know what I mean? It. Like, yeah, it's all day long, you know? I mean, right before I got on here, she was like, Mom, I'm nauseous. I don't want to go into work. What do I do? It's not my boss. It's your boss. Call your boss and say you're going into work. You're nauseous. You decided to have shrimp and jalapenos last night. Why? I have absolutely no idea. But it's your mistake. Got to go. Click off the phone and have a nice day. But we're just as close. But what I know what Maria is going to experience is she's going to come out of this reborn. There's another rebirth for her through this. And she's going to start to see things bigger and better than she's ever seen it before. She's going to have that baby and she's going to have that family and she's going to have that life. She's always wanted. It's still, still 
it's still going to happen. But if, if anything makes sense, it's it's now going to really happen yeah. because whatever was blocking it or whatever was in the way of it has now been moved. Yes. So it's like all doors are open. All air, all the windows are open. All the air is being let in. You understand? It's all yes. being handled. It's all I being feel- I feel it and she and she does too but obviously you can verbalize it better she's just saying I don't know why I feel I'm I I, like I can breathe yes that's well she's been holding her breath for years for ever 20 years she's been holding her breath you know what that's like to live holding your breath every day number one physically what it does to your body emotionally what it does to you I, no, wait. and it it helped, it, it helped with the her tumor too. Yes, a hundred percent. And, yeah, and hold, you hold your breath constantly, waiting for a rug to be pulled out, or waiting for the for everything to. Guess what? The worst has happened. So what can happen when the worst has happened? Nothing. Yeah, no. You everything just, goes up after you go this. up after it. Right. You know, I'll share this with you and our listeners, but yeah. especially share it with you, Jay Ray, because I know you you Maria have a relationship, but yes, I feel like. You know, Maria read the teleprompter for entertainment tonight in those places, but it really wasn't what she was meant to to. do, wanted to do. You know, Maria loves to have fun and wants to help people and make an impact. And um, that world, although there were many blessings that came out of it, it made lessons and a lot of money. um, It was definitely with low vibrating people. And, you know, and I think it really contributed to her, uh, her getting a tumor. And I think also things at home yes i think so i really exasperated yes yeah so i'm hoping this next chapter she can be free and really have those things my fear is and i i do i don't know if you know the story of audrey hepburn but i was told and maria's people have said henry winkle calls maria holly go lightly he's always you know and we hear that a lot she's so light and happy and but right. but Audrey Hepburn died in her I think in her early fifties because she had just given so much to the world. Yes. And so I'm a I'm a, I really want Maria to get a handle on this because I'm I am. Well, you used two words I already heard you use. What's that? Free. Yeah. You want her to be free. I want her to be. I'm afraid I'm, we're going to lose her. To be honest. To, to, okay. Well, to I'm here honest. to tell you that's not going to happen. Okay. Because she's Cause your wife has a very long long journey on this earth. Okay. She's probably going to see a lot of people go before her. Okay. She's going to experience that before anything else. And I can tell you that her true authentic self, the essence of who she really is from the very bottom of her toes, to the top of her head will be seen in a way no one's ever seen in the next 18 months. And I am very happy to have, to see it unfold in front of me and to watch her be free and to watch those wings finally be able to take flight honestly because the wind that's beneath her wings are all the people she has helped and served and has done things for that are going to be the reason she can finally fly so many people if you know i know that i could feel people i could feel it she would go broke literally to make sure someone else is okay trust me there's a barometer of energy in this universe i tell people all the time we're very, the universe is a very smart, intelligent place. It will see your deposits and it will see your debits. She has over-deposited and she is going to be, her war of compensation will kick in in ways she never dreamed of. Yeah. Everything's going to happen with ease. All the things she wants to do will be with ease. Yeah. 
She will not have to question a thing or person or place or thing. Because oh, yeah. it's going to come from such a great high vibrational place. There's going to be no question. She just re recently um, had to go back to LA for work a couple of mm -hmm. days ago, and um, and she's didn't want to go because she didn't want to leave her dad. But I'm make, I've I, got I've got dad in a safe space. Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent have him. And but the um, struggle that oh, do we struggle that's difficult? Yes. So now, but she's with in LA with you know our kind of house mom there and our you know our, our shepherd, <laughs> and mm -hmm. she's just you know you can see she's feeling better and calmer. And, you know, I think she needs to almost get away from that. Yeah. Here, you know, it's still like the family and the, yeah, you know, and I, I, I said, I can handle it, you know, but, but September is going to be a big month for her. September. You'll see her come into her, into, to, a you'll see the energy of her will shift again. It'll be in a positive because like she's never negative. Maria no. doesn't have a bone in her body, but a high, more high vibrational energy. You'll start to see it. You'll see the glow of her will be a little different. Are there any tips that you can offer, like how we can help her, or is it just something I just have to let happen? Got to let this one unfold on her own, babe. Okay. Got to let her do it at her own pace, her yeah. own time. And she she's fully guided, so there's not much you need to do other than just hold space for her. And hold space for her is meaning be be. Be emotionally available, you know, be emotionally available. Um, you know, just know she can pick up the phone and call you, answer the phone. It's not things you already are doing. Yeah. You just hold space for them until they finally come back and then they they come back home again. They're emotional home. Do you, now, you so know? I'm really putting you on the spot here now. So Jerry, oh, Jerry okay. do, do you see us, do you see us staying in LA? Cause we're, I don't, Yeah. I really don't. It just hit me when you said build your own world, like build yeah, your own neighborhood somewhere. I just don't see it in LA. And I don't feel that community there anymore. No, it's not for you anymore. Right. So, and, I, and, the, and you're going to figure that out over the summer, July, August. Yeah. You're going to figure that out and make a, make, a, make a very, very profound decision, which again is that part of life that we all need to make in order for the next path to come. And it's, it's probably either a selling the home or, or deciding somewhere else that you'd like to, to build or to be in again. Like that. It's all coming, yeah. Yeah. So remember, mom's passing. It's like it moves all the moving parts. So now everything is changing. Yes. Understand? So everything's been on pause, and now everything is moving. And she was very powerful too, Jerry. She very powerful. She, she was very clairvoyant she in yeah. her senses, and it was like she was the kind of like almost like your dad. Which yes. She didn't. She didn't give into addiction, but. Um, but she was like your dad, where it was a more primitive version of Maria. But she, yes. and I feel, and Maria was like, I always see her holding our two children, and I never said anything, but I saw her in heaven doing that. Yeah, like, with the before but the baby's come. That's because she's going to bring her them here. That's, that's why what I think. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do: snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Yeah. For them to come, those children to come, one had to leave. And it's just the essence of life. This is, this is the parts that I know people say, I don't understand it. Why would God do that? Why would he, there's a, there's, there's, there's a perfect peace in what he does. I don't know. And I'm not God, so I can't answer that. I can just honestly say that I've never seen nothing not work out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. I've never not seen something not work out to the better or the most amazing way out of something so horrific. Right. I, I just, I've always seen the, I've always seen it come together and go make sense now. It makes sense now. Yeah. Yes. It's called the Rubik's cube of life. I like to say, you know, it's I, just that last click. And then all of a sudden, I could never do, I could never do the Rubik's cube. <laughs> but it's like you fight with it and fight with it and fight with it. And all of a sudden it's like that last click and boom. It's and like, you didn't even see that click coming and yet it all came together. It all comes together. Do you, with her dad, I I see her dad having a new, another chapter. Um, a very big chapter, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I yes. see that too. Absolutely, another big chapter. Yeah. yeah, he he talks a the typical game of I don't want to be here anymore, and I just yeah, want to be with her. No, but, but yeah, once Maria gets pregnant, it's gonna be another level. That's what I said. Yeah, the Greek grandfathers forget it. Why don't we start bringing babies in? Right. <laughs> a whole other conversation. Right. All right. So, Jerry, so so you were saying before about the moons and super moon. Yes. Yeah. What's going on here? And so how, we have the eclipse. How do we mortals the deal with it? Okay. Okay. So we have so we have the full moon happening on May 26th, and it's going to be in Sag, which also accompanies with the eclipse. There's going to be two more eclipses. It's going to be one on May 26th and one on June 10th. And what eclipses do is they're basically full moons on steroids. Okay? So something, by the light of the full moon, all shall be revealed. Right? But take that all shall be revealed energy and amplify it to where instead of it just being spotlighted on one thing, it's highlighted across the backyard, let's just say. So every nook and cranny is going to be revealed. And being that it's in Sagittarius, Sagittarius represents the higher mind. So Sagittarius is also a fire sign. So it's something that's going to have to burn out or something that's going to have to burn through something. Or mentally, you're going to have to, be, you're going to have to probably deal with something that you probably didn't want to see or didn't want to notice but it's almost like the universe came in and it's raising your vibration of having to see the truth in something or someone. I'm ready. By the 10th of June, there'll be a new, a new law and order in your life. If that makes any sense. Uh, something definitely has now left and something now has begun. Same thing with the state of the world. It's going to be number one. It's going to be the, the June 10th one. It was going to be in Gemini. Gemini is all, and is also Mercury uh, retrograde during that time period. Mercury rules Gemini, rules communication. Think about the world and where we live right now and how everything is miscommunicated mm-hmm. and it's all over the place. Um, and then you have, you know, you have Gemini energy. You have Trump during that time period. He's a Gemini. His Mercury is in Gemini. Now you have Biden who has a whole 
Scorpio, Pluto, and the 12th. There's so much that's going to happen by the 10th that it's going to be kind of mind-boggling that people are going to step back and think, what the hell just happened? Like, the whole world's going to turn. You think we're upside down now? We're not even a quarter away. no, I can't go upside down even more than this. (laughs) Really? Like, I mean, I see it coming. And the the last Mercury retrograde was on November 4th. Election Day yeah. starts again. The eclipse, Mercury retrograde, all of it back around again. <laughs> so it's Kevin. got whatever that was is going to get finished up during this time period. So the state of the world is going to be again. Everyone is going to be like this. I mean, we're we're like this now. I know it's like the days of our lives, and as the world turns. But if you could only take the, our world is like a telenovela right now, right? So if you could just take the most craziest scenario of a telenovela and implement it into this universe, that's exactly what we're going to experience. So so the fact that... And by the way, like, actually, yes. when I when I use my human brain to look at yeah. the events, I say, logically speaking, well, of course that's going to happen because yeah. I think everyone's willing to die, die to be right. Everyone right. has to win. Um, yes. Where it's so divided and no, the media well, and the news are not helping divide. anybody... Yeah. And so I see it going, sadly, this way. So what do we do as individuals? My thing is, like, just work on your microtransactions and continue to be a decent person. Work on you and your own and your sovereignty, your sense of self, what brings you peace, and your understanding of self. If you can work on just yourself right now and just work on your inner nucleus, your own family, your own sense of self, be your own mother, be your own father, heal from these emotions, heal from as much as you can heal from, stay close within your proximity of what your real house is in life. Don't start going off the deep end and trying to right the wrong of other people or wrong the right of other people. Don't yeah. do all that. You're not going to get, you got save yourself the aggravation. There's plenty of whistleblowers and there's plenty of individuals out there in the world right now that all feel that they have something important to say. And maybe they do in all essence, but in all reality, what you should be doing for you is create your own sovereignty, your own peace within your home and in yourself and become the own, your own mother and your own father. And just like I said, mind your own business. It sounds stupid, but I know. really mind your own damn business. Unless it's your business, mind your business. That's just where it comes at. I don't talk to anybody unless they talk to me. I don't tell anybody what to do unless they come to me. Mm-hmm. If you come to me, you're asking advice, you want to know something, I'll give it to you. But other than that, I don't really address anybody's life or how they choose to live. It's not my business. So, so and by really Jerry, is- I agree with you. I, I'm going to take, I'll give you the cynic, the, what I've heard from a, a cynical response would be, well, yes. People in Nazi Germany did that too. They put their heads in the sand for so long, and then next That's thing it. you know, blank. So right. people feel like if they, they, have to if they don't rage against right. the machine. The machine. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I I don't know why I have faith in us as humans that we won't go there. I don't. Oh, but, I but, but maybe I'm wrong because 60 years ago we put people well, in think ovens. About the ocean tide. What does the ocean tide do? It goes oh out right and sometimes it leaves the bay empty right it goes all the way out yeah. and eventually it all comes back in bringing in the new correct yes or if you might if you're in coney island you have the seesaw right it has to go all the way out for it to come all the way back and that's all we're doing right now that's the divide we're going all the way out to come all the way back and eventually it'll slow down and stay and the divide will be closed and we will find harmony again. But like everything else, energetically, it has to do this first. Right. Mm. 
And then eventually the scissors will become slower and slower and slower and slower and slower. The momentum, the anger, the frustration, the driving forces, the negativity to keep this thing flowing. Yes. Eventually people don't want to stay in a state of negativity. They want to raise their vibration and be happier individuals. They want to smile again and be connected to yes. other people. So the positivity will come back in, will raise the vibration, and that divide will close. It just will. You know, it's Jerry, it's again, my human brain says pretty yeah. much post-World War II, when I think of yes. the 1950s, the beginning of teenagers, rock yes. music, whatever. Um, we we're not like other countries that experience, you know, gr you know, um, are you know being bombed or right. you know having our children taken away and put into an army or like yes. real like famine. Yes, I haven't experienced that. In, in, no, so yes, no. some obviously there are people who are well off and there's other people who aren't uh, as well off. But I know from being a teacher, working with special needs students and, you know, working with underprivileged kids for years, you know, um, we, we partied together. We, we would listen to music together. We would talk about the same movies. I mean, I just feel like we're, we're really not that much different. Yeah. And we're wired to smile and have fun like 70 80 years yes of course some people have had it better than us we have potholes we're always going to have to fill and we got to keep working on getting better obviously more accepting and all the crap that yes we have to like fix things but at the same time i'm with you i don't think we have it in us to say i'm going to go the next 10 to 50 years being angry and fighting. I think at the end of the day, people yes. want to get back out and have fun and live life because... And be connected. And yes, be, and be connected. connected, yeah. Because as human beings, that's how we're supposed to live here. We're supposed to be humanly connected. Yeah. That's the earthbound world. That's what we live in. We live in this dimension. And this dimension is procreation, connection, yeah. uh, you know, male-female. This is just what we... This is really the, the, the dimension we live in. Now, yes, in the different dimensions, absolutely. I've been to all of them. It is coming, some of them are genderless. It's all energy. It doesn't hold any value of gender. And there's some parts that don't hold any value of negativity and only positivity. It is the happiest place on earth. So there's all these different parts of moving parts in us that are living here on earth right now. But at the same time, I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code HEELSQUAD for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code HEELSQUAD. Trust me, you won't regret it. I know just by by just who we are music is the universal language yes. we all can get along brings everyone together oh my god i would everyone together right it so was, music yes i would love to get music back out in the world music needs to oh, get back into schools again yes. you know what I mean? we need to know what it is to play an instrument or to feel a different vibration music is vibration mm -hmm. we don't we can't even teach kids about vibration if we're not using music no. if we're not using tools isn't it funny how we, can we teach children this? we cut out all the things and i 
I didn't know any better, but like yeah. we cut out music, we cut out uh, culinary arts, we cut out yes. the trades, the all those skills that keeps us alive. Yes, that, all the stuff, <laughs> right? Keeps our soul and our spirit raising the right. It keeps our soul and spirit happy. I'll tell you. So being you know in Boston, which was very segregated for years, yes. and um, I, I'm not there now, so I don't know. But 30 years ago, what was great, and I would have everyone work for me. And I mean everybody, and that we worked with the city. Of I had Bo- a bunch of orphans for a long time. Yeah, so this, with the city, it was the city of Boston, and they would have these. Yeah. They they would tell my boss, like, listen, we'll we'll give you a permit, let's say to sell at this concert or that, but you've got to hire all the inner city kids. And so I'd say, oh my god, I love kids. I'm a teacher, so yeah. great, bring them. But we would have, you know, Irish, hardcore Irish from Southie mm-hmm. and Dorchester, and then we'd have kids, black kids from Roxbury, and then we'd exactly. have Haitians, and we would have. And I, I would, that out, and, and, yes. and they would all back then, they'd all pair off and work separately with their own. So we had all these like, but naturally, naturally, naturally. no one told you to do that. They would just do that. Nat- we have to be very clear about that, by the way, yes. because people think that that was taught. It happened naturally. They did that naturally. They they segregated themselves based on what their abilities were and what they felt connected. There's to. There's a comfort and a connection. Mm-hmm. But the minute I turned on, cranked the radio, all of a sudden. Heads Everyone. are bobbing. Now we're singing lyrics. We're doing, we're rapping. And oh, we're vibing. Oh, and right. And next thing you know, it's like, hey, so do you like, do you know, like I have his old, I have like a mixtape no one even has. No way. Boom. But, and next thing you know, forget Everyone's it. All together. them best friends. And, yep, they're and, all together. and I will tell you like if the arts, which again, one of the things about Western culture is we have the arts and the arts yes. do bring us together. Even when you see, poor communities that have the art districts like North Hollywood now built the theater district. And then there was a place called Somerville that when I grew up, it was Scummerville in Slummerville, but they would have these little boutique theaters and whatever. And now they call Somerville the Paris of the East coast because the arts just brought it, you know, brought it back up. It raised its vibration because all these people want the one thing everybody wants. Just want to feel harmony, closeness, community right. it's our natural instinct to want these things and you're gonna have a fringe uh, always that's gonna want violence and destruction you always got the radicals you got that little piece yes on all Every, sides that's just the way it is and i that's feel like the yin and the yang of life yeah, people don't realize that that's it it's but, the yin and the yang and and i feel like right now that that fringe looks a lot bigger than they really are than really what people don't realize it's not as right. it's not as bad as people know it to be right um and i just but i really would love to see i would love to see teachers teach more about energy vibration mm-hmm. emotions mm-hmm. how to deal with the negative emotion oh my how God. to deal with the fact that your parents are fighting last night mm-hmm. how do you come into school the next day after your parents just had a full-out brawl parents fight they argue voices get raised that's a natural thing not every parent knows how to communicate not every person knows how to communicate People fight. How do you, how can somehow we can give comfort to children coming into our classrooms that everything's going to be okay because they're in school and they don't have to be up against the bully now on top of the fact that the parents were fighting last night is a recipe for a child to be A, a depressed, B, act out. When are we going to start to be more aware of our energy and more aware of what we're yeah. feeling and seeing? We have to. I mean, Jerry, yes. it's, it's, I mean, I would say one out of every two or three of my college friends has a child that is deeply, deeply depressed and suicidal and, yes. and had to be put into treatment or yes. has to be, wa- I mean, and I, I was just talking to a friend last week and saying, do not feel bad, you, you know, it's, but it's now at an epidemic 
level. And I yeah. agree, we well, have to. Kids have had to stay in houses during this pandemic that yeah. were very unhealthy. Their escape was gone, taken from them, mm -hmm. right? The, their place was school or friends' houses or whatever. Yeah. Everything now has kind of put them in a specific box that they had to stay in. And they've kind of had to sit in spaces and places that they energetically could not handle. They emotionally were inept to understand and they didn't have any tools. And then they, they had go, no tools. And then they go on social media. And then they go on social media, that's which not, does no better. Right. Because you're talking to a bunch of people that don't know you, don't know your situation, don't know anything, and just throw out opinions left and right. If I cared about what anybody thought about me, Kevin, do you think I'd be on here right now? I could give no. zero fucks when anyone thinks yeah, about okay, me. Yeah, okay, so Jerry, how do we get... <laughs> yeah, but I know, but that's that's one of your greatest gifts. And I tell you, yeah. like the people I know in our business in Hollywood... Uh, don't care yeah they don't yeah they don't care and like it's amazing but i think a lot of people do care how yeah. do you get to that place of so, the zero f's to give because when i started to realize that the people that cared more than i did or the people that that had something negative to say about me i started to look at where it was coming from look at the source and i started to realize i said this woman doesn't like me because i'm fat I speak to the dead and um, I'm divorced. Okay. And she's a Christian or she's whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, how negative of a life must she live that she has enough time and energy mm. to point that out in me? And not only point that out in me, but what does it say about her and the life she's living? Is her life perfect? Apparently not. How would she know that? How would she know that? How would no. she know that I'm all these terrible things unless she didn't experience the terrible things or unless she considers it to be terrible? Who judged her recently or who pissed in her Cheerios? I actually show sympathy and empathy for these empathy. individuals, to be honest yes. with you. And, and I take zero, I just don't give a, I really don't. I, I mean, it to me, it's an opinion. It's like an asshole. Everyone's got one kind of thing. I don't really care. But I think I mean, practically, but I think other people need to find that secret sauce and i think it starts with like you said be the source of where it's coming from first yes and for that lady i would say if that lady really exists i i think Second, does it hold nutritional value in my life yeah nothing Me knowing this not and, really and then and then even with your situation jay ray i think yeah. if that person really exists i think what bothers them is why is she so confident and happy yes she's divorced you know what? Every you know, negative thing could have happened. Yeah, to her. and but how come she's standing up tall and smiling? Ah, I hate her, and I'm jealous of her. Yes, really, absolutely. more than the judgment of you're not living a moral life. It's more, God, I my happiness comes from a husband. Uh, yes. I, you know, what I mean, I, well, I, I, else. I'm yeah. pencil thin and working out. I'm doing like hot yoga five times and a week. I'm miserable. But I'm, I'm miserable. Yeah. So they see that and they go, "Why her?" Right. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. But again, 100%. like you have to say, it's like, well, you, you're you thin and married and you're miserable. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel, I feel sad I'm, for I'm, you. I feel sorry for you that you're just not where you want to be yet in your life. Or you haven't reached that state of enlightenment. Or you haven't reached that space in your life where you can honestly be happy with just yourself and just the way you look right now. Or you, well, people are in destination happiness. They think right around the corner, the next happiness thing is whatever they're doing, whoever they're with, whatever car they're driving, whatever house they're living in, they're in destination oh, happiness. I, you need to explain destination happiness. <laughs> I can't just let you throw that out there. So, I so love that. happiness happens a lot with a lot of my clients that come to me and they say, I'm here to start working with you because I, I want to have more material things. I want to be able to have a husband. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I say, okay, but how much of that defines you? Well, I'll be happy 
when I get those things mm. and start the destination happiness conversation. So what I learned with a lot of people is they always want more. Why are they never satisfied with what they have at the moment? Why is the moment never enough? Why do they always think that the next thing, the next job, the next uh, gratification of a, of a material item, the next relationship is going to make them happiness. And they're forever chasing happiness with an item, a person, a place, or a thing. And they think that that next destination is where their happiness is going to be. And they chase it and chase it and chase it. And they chase it like heroin, by the way. Yes. Because that chase that makes them high, gets them going, gets them moving. And then all of a sudden, they've peaked themselves all at the very top. They climax themselves and then, boom, when they realize the next place, oops, sorry. They realize that the next place didn't serve them at all. Right. It was the same shit. You know why it was the same shit? Because it's the same shitty person. See, they haven't changed. Their destination changed. They haven't changed. Yeah. They must change in order for the situation to change, in order for the happiness to be found. They're thinking it's in a place of state. Of, it's the state of mind. Happiness is a state of mind. It's not a place or space. It truly is a state of mind. I wake up every day choosing to be happy. Happiness is true. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Some days I don't want to, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm tired. You're tired. We're all tired. We're all not in the freaking mood. I wake up to 36 text messages of my boyfriend broke up with me. My husband oh. left me. I did. If I absorbed all that every morning, forget it, what I'll be like. Instead, I look at them. I send happiness to them. I send them love. Mm. I don't even text them back sometimes. I just literally send them love because they, number one, the fact that they can find themselves dumping on people early in the morning goes to show me who people are automatically. Yes. Why do you want to dump on someone so damn early in the morning? Are you that miserable? That someone else has to be just as miserable as you right now. You wonder how you how you create a good life for yourself every fucking day. Oh. Stop it. So the first four minutes of your day determines your day. Stop talking to people before 9 a.m. in the morning. Unless they're going to serve you well. And if they ain't going to serve you well, no answer in the goddamn phone. Oof. We have to put up some healthy boundaries here in life. Yes. Nothing is worse than getting a phone call. And I listen, I have a lot of best friends. I have a lot of girlfriends. There's certain girlfriends I can't talk to before 9 a.m. because they will they will suck me right in to their miserableness. Yes. They can't help themselves. Yep. They can't do they can't help themselves. And I and there's certain clients I don't talk to until afternoon. I have to have at least a cup of coffee and some lunch. Because I already know what I'm gonna get. Yes. 
they only come to me with a negative thing. And I say, and I turn it around immediately. I said, before we go into how negative your day was, can we talk about the most positive thing that happened today? You tell me, Jay, because I don't see the positive anything. He hasn't called. Uh, this hasn't happened. I didn't. How about your fucking breathing? Right. Let's start with that. Let's start with that. Let's start with the fact. Let's that start with that. You have the luxury, even the luxury, even to call oh. you, Jay Ray, and have and like think, a life. You still have a job. Yes. And the fact that he hasn't called yet, maybe because he ain't ready to talk to you, stupid ass, because you're acting crazy again. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah, I did text him last night. I sent him this long story. He said, men can't read past five sentences. True. You women re- write these fucking novels to these men. They genuinely can't yeah, read no. past the five fucking sentences. Yeah, no, they're out. They're out. They're out. They're out. First three or five sentences, it's over. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. You send them these telenovelas. These guys are yeah, like, oh, no, Jesus, yes, no. no. Write that know. to somebody else. Actually, write that to yourself and then read it 65 times and sound out desperately sound. Yes, even to bosses in that work. Even Stop with the novellas. Literally, subject line, two sentences. That's it. That's my phone. I'm sorry. I That's think. okay. Two sentences. Literally. Two so, sentences. Write but, somebody two sentences. Put something in two sentences. But, Jerry, do, do some of these, I find, do some of the people get angry with you because you're not allowing them to sit in the shit because I get that where it's like, no, I didn't call you for solutions. I didn't call you to look on the bright side. I call you because I got fucked and I want you to tell me what a victim I am. I'm a low vibrational person that goes up on them for four hours. I'm not available. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Yeah. Not available for that. I make you have to raise your vibration to talk to me. You have to come to me with solutions. You have to come with me. Come with me with the problem, but come with me with a couple of solutions. Say, Jay, do you think I should do it this way or that way? That makes more sense. That shows me you're growing. It shows me you're learning. Not just, oh, I don't know why, but my mom's not talking to me again, and I got into an argument with my friend, and I don't know why everyone hates me, and why is it? Because you're the common denominator. What did you do to piss everybody off? I didn't do anything. You had to do something, babe. You had to do something. People just don't act crazy for nothing. You had to do something. I, do you do you see less accountability now and generally in people? Oh God, yeah. And with people, they have to be accountable with me. That's why they're scared of not scared of me, but they don't. They definitely know by the time they get to me, they're going to have to do the work. They can't come to me with the bullshit. They just can't. It's impossible. Well, you'll never get better if you're not accountable, right? Well, I believe that to be so, but a lot of people like to do what's called spiritual bypassing. They kind of think I read one book, so therefore I'm healed. Or I, or people do spiritual bypassing where they, they maybe implemented one thing you told them to do, so therefore they did the work. No, that's implementing it daily. Do you ever see somebody lose weight by doing six, six push-ups? No. Ever? No. It's continuous. Got to keep doing. Got to keep implementing it. You got to keep doing the work. Every single day. And you're never going to not do the work. The work is going to be until the day you die. You're going to be still doing the work. Jerry, what do you do with someone like you who's mm-hmm. so in demand, you know, mm-hmm. and, and by the, uh, we were talking about this off air because we felt bad. I saw you responding to text and I said to Kelsey, I said, this is what it's like. It's constant. And and she said she must be crazy. I said, well, to a degree, it, 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 some in some ways, it's probably feels good to be of service. But what do you do with like... How do you? How do you protect? Like, just protect, protect your, your own energy. Yeah, yeah, and like, and then also when they're vampires, when it's someone yeah. who just keeps Sorry. keeps putting their, their hand feet. in the cookie jar and they won't stop. They, the big bowl of M and M's. They just well, keep reaching for it. Then I didn't put the lid on tight enough. My boundaries are not healthy. okay. There you go. There you go. So I yes. have to just 
healthy, healthy boundaries. I work, uh, I do quilts on, uh, by the way, just so you know, I do quilts every Wednesday and Friday. And I do live readings and I do rapid fire Q&A. People are able for free to be able to ask me anything they want to ask me, one question, and I'll be able to read it. Most of my readings are rapid fire anyway, so they're kind of fast. But I do it from 8 to 9 p.m. If I allowed everyone to that got, that I allowed up to the podium, you know, when I allow them up to ask me, if I didn't create the boundary of one question, someone would keep me on there for an hour. Oh, they would definitely. do it the whole hour. They wouldn't give a yes. fuck about nobody else on that goddamn hour. Mm-hmm. They would care only about themselves. So I have to create very firm boundaries before that show starts. Hi, this is Jay Ray. This is what I'm going to be doing. One question. Think of your question, write it down and have it ready. Because when I bring you up, I am not going to guide you during your question. I'm not going to help you form a question. You're a grown up. This is an app. We got one hour. Get it moving. We got a lot of people that want a question. I have to create that room. You're a teacher. You to everybody the rules, right? Mm-hmm. Before the day starts, yeah. before the classroom starts, you put the rules out in front of the classroom. Same concept with me. On Friday, when I'm done with my quilts, I'm done for the day. That's it. Unless you are a client that put me on retainer, right. that needs me, and, and that's is going business. through that's, such that's right, how you business. feed your but family. Even then, after six p.m., there better be fire, blood, ambulance. There better be something specific that you need me for after six o'clock. Because what we can conduct during the day is pretty much been conducted. And then Saturday and Sunday, I'm off. I'm off. And then I have the J- I have the tarot text line because nobody can. Af- I understand people can't afford me, and I'm not that accessible. So I have created a text line. So the text line is twenty four seven. And I give 24 hours for a response. So you can send me a question via text and I will answer you via text message back with one question. Because sometimes people don't need a whole session. They just have to know something. They need to make a, a decision. They need to sign a contract. They need to, whatever it is. And I created this for a lot of clients that don't need me to put me on retainer. but And they don't need a whole session, but they just need a question X. So I did that. I created that. But even that, on the weekends, I don't do anything on Saturdays and Sundays. So if you send me a question on a Saturday, you're not going to get the answer until Monday. I, I, I implement those. Me. I'm the only one that could implement that. Nobody else can do that. I create the boundaries in my own life. I do. And when I'm out to dinner, I turn my phones off. Turn them off. off. Not on do not disturb. Off. Because the, the, the reality is 99% of the time, nothing's really an emergency. People are just used to instant gratification and they yes. want to hear from you immediately. Yes. And if anything's ever an emergency, like my father, bad news will find you fast, kid. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bad news travels fast. Bad news will find you fast, kid. They'll figure somebody will find you somewhere, somewhere. You're not you're not hard to find. So I really do believe that. So I've let that go. And I shut my phone off and I spend time with my boyfriend at the restaurant and I have my old fashions and I eat my steak and I enjoy myself. I enjoy myself. The first time I had to do that, I gave myself 15 minutes and it, and I did. I was like a fiend. I was like, I got to check my phone. It's 15 minutes. I got to check my phone. And then I did 30 minutes and then I did it. Now it's easy, but I had to create the boundary and I had to do it little by little and slowly. Because I was an addict to my own phone. I was an addict to the situation. I wanted to be of service all the time, yes. everywhere, at any moment. Yep. And I was an addict. I was addicted to that. Yeah. So I had to slow that down and I had to realize it was a real addiction. It was a problem. I, was. Yeah, I think people can relate to that. I know with me, if, if I if I say I'm going to do something, what's that? People hate to call it an addiction. Like, oh, Jay, you're getting like... So, 
It really is an addiction. No, it is. You're feeding and you kind of look at your phone and you're like, there's something wrong or you think you're going to miss a call. Yeah. There's no call that's ever meant to miss you, I can tell you that. You never really miss a call. You never miss a call. I love that. Mm. I feel... You never really miss a I, real call. I, here, I, I, a lot of times, like I, I feel like if I am going to help somebody or can help somebody or have said I'm going to help somebody, it hangs on me. Like there's some stuff I have to do for in LA for some friends and when right. I tell you it's like a chain on my neck, I'm just like I, I and and then give yourself a time period, sweetie. Then if I if I go to help somebody and I say I'm going to do something for someone first, I'm really clear about what I'm able to do and what I can't do, what my schedule allows and what my schedule does not allow. So, for instance, if it's something you promised or you overpromised or you overachieved a little bit in that arena, that's something you might have to look at yourself and say, you know what, I can only do two charity cases a month. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, that's the ghost in my house. Did you hear that door slam? Yes. <laughs> Nobody else is That was here. the ghost agreeing with you. And the ghost, <laughs> by the way, and ghosts don't have to be mean, right? Cons- no, ghosts oh, are the best. No, no, no. That's a big, that's TV. Yeah. That's TV. The ghost that lives in this house, in this apartment, he's been here since day one. And he just he just likes to sometimes be a little, like, um, a little child. <laughs> so every now and then he'll slam a door or he'll do certain things and... All right, so what? So what is the deal with ghosts? What, are they just stuck? Hey, wait, here? wait, wait, wait! But wait. hold on, what? what else does Kevin have to do here, Jay Ray? Because wait, I want to hear about the ghosts. No, 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 no. The boundaries. So, boundaries. So, <laughs> so, so basically, you can only take a few charity. So this is what you're going to implement in your world: two charity cases a month. What are charity cases? Charity cases are doing something outside your wheelhouse that you're going to do for free, or you're going to do because you love that person, or because you want to help that person. That's charity case right so so and and i hate to call that but that's what it is so you're Mm going to do something outside your wheelhouse or outside what you normally do you're only going to do two a month that's what you're going to do you're going to literally limit yourself to two a month because if you allow yourself you'll have one every week right one every week every day what exactly delegation huge kevin learn how to delegate you need to stop being more honest with yourself i genuinely don't have the energy or the time to do that that used to be my old self it's no longer my now self. Like I don't clear houses anymore. I don't take entities out of house anymore. I don't do exorcisms anymore. It's too much energy for me. I just, for me, it doesn't, it, it's too much energy, but I have other people that can. So I delegate it and I give it to them because I know what I, I know my abilities now. Are. I'm limited in energy. My bandwidth can only stretch so much, right? So the same thing with you. So start to really delegate better what you can do and what you can't do and what you choose to do opposed to what you don't really want to do anymore. It's just what you have to decide that within yourself. And then, like I said, I really create the boundaries within myself. After eight o'clock, my phone gets thrown on do not disturb. I talk to my daughter. I talk to the important people around me. And I say, hey, everything good? Everything's good. I talk to my tech people, whatever it is. Everything's fine. And that's it. And I shut down. I shut down. It takes me two hours sometimes to shut down from a full day. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a huge thing. Yeah, and, and our loved ones want us to be present. My daughter wants to be present with me, yeah. you know, yeah. when she's around me. She's like, Mom, put your phone down. And when I notice I'm doing that, I have to shut my phone off Yeah, just for an hour so her and I can have a Connect. conversation of nutritional value, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yes. where we can actually hear each other and listen to each other. Okay, so why? what, why, what about the ghost? How do we get the <laughs> ghost, the poor ghost, to move on? Like what? So the, so the ghost, what he does is um, – he, um, so basically when I moved in, the first thing I did was I saw him when I walked in and, and basically I said, we can co-living, we can coexist here. 
I don't want to throw you out and take you away from your home. But at the same time, you start pissing me off. I got to take you out. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and so far, so so far, it's been not been too bad since December. But the last two weeks or so, he's been a little bit of a a pain in the ass. But I got to understand if he's trying to give me a heads up about something, or if he foresees something coming. So I have to connect to the ghost, talk to the ghost, see what that was going on. And we don't know anything more specific about what he was when he was a human. Uh, he was a doctor. He told me. Wow. Yeah, told me he was a doctor back in the 1960s. And he lived in the apartment. He lived in the area, but he lived in this. Uh, this has been built since the 1970s. Oh. So he said he only lived here for a short period of time before he died. But he didn't die in this apartment. He died in the building. Wow. So I had to call the condo board. I said, is there a doctor that died in here about 1977, 1978? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, yeah. I said, was he like a, a head doctor? And she was like, yeah, he was a brain surgeon. He's a specialist. People went from all over the place. Wow. I said, ah. He's a very like intelligent guy and he's like, but he, but I guess this place, he bought it and never really got to live in it the way he wanted to or whatever the building, whatever yeah. it was. And, you know, so she was like, how do you know that? I'm like, I gotta go now. God, but thank you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so, okay. So what, how come he hasn't been able to move on to the, like with ghosts in general? To be honest, he's very angry at his children. Oh. Very angry at his children. And they're still here probably, yes. right? In the physical. Yes. Oof. He's very angry at his kids. Um, I guess the way he died or how he died and then how they handled everything afterwards. And they basically just got rid of his apartment that he felt he created and, and like had it built and they just sold it. Like they didn't even like it was, he just didn't like how everything was handled. Right. So he's finding it difficult to move on, but so, that's okay. And like I said, as long as you don't bother me, I don't bother you. You want to live in limbo and knock yourself out. And eventually will he, those ghosts move on eventually? Well, his his people have come to me already and said that he'll move on soon. Like his angels. Living in my vibration, he knows he's going to have to. He can't stay here too much. Wow. Okay, so here's a funny story. Do you remember the actor does way back to Sal yeah. Sal Mineo? Yes. Yeah. So he was in right. He was in um, yeah. Rebel Without a Cause. Yes. So I had a friend who had a restaurant in Los Angeles and. He'd never failed at restaurant. Any of his restaurants had never failed except this one. And so every restaurant that was in this one location kept failing. And now he's your kind of guy. He's New York. I think he's actually Latino. He's tough, former gang Mm -hmm. member. I mean, this guy doesn't play. Mm -hmm. And he met a kind of a J-Ray who said, I got news for you. He's like, I don't understand. I've been successful at every business. I'm self-made. Whatever I do, music, licenses, liquor, yeah, everything, everything I do, not, he's like this, yeah. but nothing is working at this restaurant. So he at some uh, J Ray comes into his world and said, there's an entity here and his name is Sal and blah, blah, blah. And so it, 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 it what was revealed is that it could be Sal Minio. And then mm-hmm. when he did the due diligence, it was right where Sal was stabbed. Oh, my God. And he was, he didn't want to go over to the other world because he, he said. He wanted revenge and he wanted. He wanted justice. justice. Yes. And he's, and, and, and with Tony, he's like, I know Tony. He knows people. He can fit. So this like guy, it was a, a great, goes on this had to, journey. Had to, yeah. Find out the earthbound people to get it all rectified. Yeah. And he's like, there was a guy in jail who was prosecuted, but he felt and I don't even want to say who it was because it was actually another celebrity 
mm-hmm. when Tony put the pieces together that he was of the belief that there was another celebrity who ended up going to star in a 1970s um, sitcom um, and maybe didn't want to be revealed that he was gay. Uh-huh. Got it. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And, it goes all the way. People don't realize it, it can go all the way back. That's why when I do a lot of, when I do clearing of houses and stuff like that, people always assumed it was a previous owner. It's not always previous. It could be land. Yes. It could be people that felt entitled to that land. So it goes, so, so anyway, it, just, go it, it ended up being so interesting. The journey he went on, on his own, Tony. And, yeah, to figure it all and, out. And, you know, um, and I think eventually... And that was his job. He, right, yeah, maybe, right? Like that. They it, picked him. Oh, absolutely. Right? The square world is very good at that. Yes, they will pick you. And he <laughs> and he was like, you know, and he was like, I, he he still is. He's like, because, you know, murder is something that, a case that never closes. And he was of the belief that the guy in jail was just a trigger man hired by this other sitcom star who had was just about to break. And he mm-hmm. didn't want the public to find out that, he was gay and maybe Sal would have spilled the beans, maybe out of jealousy, who knows? But anyway, it was, it was kind of fascinating to be, have to be part of that and to see, all, cause I was new to that world. And then yeah, it, of course. Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and it's so, it's so fascinating because most of the time it's right. Well, it really most was really, it was it. weird. This guy was stabbed. I, you know, went and I look, it was an old, you know, it was an apartment building and it was anyway, it was just, I don't know. Yeah. There's just something to all of that. And, um, yeah. I've seen a lot of that play out in front of me with a lot of people that I have worked with and things that I've seen and things I've experienced and things I had to come across with. And and sometimes it goes far more than just the obvious. Sometimes it really does. Sometimes a place that's being haunted for whatever reason goes far beyond the person that's living there or why they're living there or who used to live there. Like I said, sometimes it's the land. Sometimes it's how the land was acquired. Sometimes it's how certain things that, that people just don't feel the justice and let me tell you, when they say justice prevails from the dead, I'm not kidding. Justice will prevail from the dead. The dead still speak. Let me tell you, the dead is very clear about what they say, how they say it. I believe the dead before I believe the living. And that is the truth. Wow. Mm-hmm. So so the, so this was something I didn't want to tell Maria's dad. And thank God he doesn't listen to the show. But it, <laughs> my, my friend Joe, who's our security, and yes. again, another guy who's like a super tough street guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's Irish like like to the core and it, yes. you know he's been fist fighting since he was whatever probably since he came out of the womb came and, out of the womb yeah. yeah big strong and he's a fighter and anyway the last guy that you would think was into the woo-woo stuff in the day after maria's mom died he came back to the house why does it go he said kevin i saw lita drive by in a black minivan which we have here we have mm-hmm. one here in one right. la the same model um and he said she had a black something on her head, like which maybe because, you know, she was bald or whatever. And she said right. she turned and she smiled at me. And he's like and then it all went black and it disappeared. And he was like rubbing his eyes and being he was really freaked out. Wow. Yeah, because what she did was is she placed the most skeptical. She went to the most skeptical who had to see her. That's why she smiled at him. <sighs> she went to the most skeptical. That's why some kids go, why hasn't my mother visited me? How come my father doesn't visit me? Because you're wanting it to then. You're never going to understand whether the dream was a dream or whether actual was a visitation. Because a visitation never always comes unprovoked. You can't provoke a visitation. You can't provoke those things. You can't ask for those things and then go to bed. Your subconscious mind is very strong and you'll create that scenario. You'll create that dream. You'll create it. 
But because visitations, like I said, and certain things, they come unprovoked when you least expect. So do you feel like, do you sense that Lita was, is, was here and not moved over yet? Or did she? Oh, she's crossed. Yeah. She Hmm. just came back to give him a little, hello. It's a linear life. It's another lifetime being played out again. It's that it's the energy she was willing to show him at the moment. Yeah. And he would need it too. Because believe it or not, he's suffering for this. He just this is the yeah. closest person he's ever lost. He's never lost anyone like this. He's never experienced this before. With this someone Yeah, well, I think someone's so kind and so giving. Yeah. For, and again, a guy who's really hard and cynical. Yeah, he never experienced no. this kind of energy. No. Wow. No. Yeah. This is new for him. So she just wanted him to know it's okay, but she also wanted him to see her so he could she he can tell other people I'm still here. Do any of your kids have your gifts? All of them do. My autistic son, who's 24, he has, he's a medium. Um, and he, that's all he is. He's a medium, you know, and then he'll just know certain things. Uh, my 22 year old, uh, she's not 23. She knows she's master 33 and she's the denial of her gift. You know, there's always one that has to deny it. Mm-hmm. And then the youngest one who's 21 is just like myself. Exactly. She's a healer, natural born healer, wow. uh, picked up tarot cards, knew how to read them, just can do anything. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. cool. She reads everybody now. She reads all my friends. They're like, oh, put Lily on the phone. I'm like, of course. Oh. And, and she loves it because she's still, yeah, she's 21, so she still loves it. I Me, mean, it's like, oh, tell her about her stupid boyfriend for the 66th time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, J Ray, J Ray, we have. Knock yourself out. What you know? a, what a, thank you so much for this again. And, thank you, honey. um, Jerry, so, I love being on here. I love, I love you guys. So well, I love you. And we want to do more for you. And I think it's just to help you, you know, manage your gifts. I think you share enough of them, but I think managing them in a way, maybe you can share them in a bigger way that doesn't, isn't at a physical right. cost to you as much, you know. Well, that's something I've had to learn how to do. There's no, there's no doubt in that, that scale back. You know, I only read, I only do six, six shots a week. That's all I do. Um, like I said, I do Monday nights on my IG, which I still do for the free because that's just where I started. That's yeah. where I got J Ray live from. So I absolutely love it there. And then on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I do quilt and I do those for free as well because it just one hour of rapid fire Q and a of people able, yeah. like I would love to do a call and show with you guys. That would be great. We should do one. Oh, call the next you know, question. why don't we do, no, no, no. We should do a heel event. So we do Definitely. it with the Patreon and people. We do. We, we I've talked to. Let's do it. Yeah, the Heel Squad yeah. comes on and they'll go crazy. We would love you. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Do, I love to answer questions, and I love that. I love live radio. I love the live aspect of that. And then, like I said, I just now I'm just doing the J Ray Tower text line and spirituality one one is really what we should really consider doing more of. I'll yes. talk to you more about that. Um, yeah, I took a course that I created myself, just learning the basis of spirituality. I call it spirituality one one with J Ray. Every Tuesday night, I have these women that come on for two hours on a Zoom, 25 women at a time. And they they said this has been the most amazing experience of their life. They've learned from tarot cards to different modalities to learning narcissism, from learning just energy 101, learning uh, auras, learning just everything, everything. you can think of. So Jerry, just a one-on-one basis of it all. So Jerry, where where can we go to like? Is, do you have a website or something yes. that has all this stuff? So what is your yep. website? www.jraylive.com. J A E R A E L I V E dot com. And right there, I have what's called J Ray's House, and it's a subscription service. If you want to sign up, go ahead. You find out everything that's going on, from healing meditations down to just regular sessions, fifteen minutes. 
and 45 minute sessions. That's all I do now. And I only, like I said, do six a week. And the tarot text line, which I think is the easiest, fastest way to get a hold of me as far as getting a question answered pretty quickly. And then, of course, like I said, my spiritual one on one class, which I'm doing now, which I absolutely love doing. I'm going to be doing 102 next, graduating June 8th. My class is graduating June 8th. I cannot oh. believe it. By the way, Maria's birthday. Oh, my Gemini and June 8th. That's right. Gemini. My little Gemini. And mm-hmm. she's going to learn something big is going to happen for her around that time. I, I see Eclipse. She's a Gemini. Lots of say for that. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. As they would say at home. Somebody might not be getting their period. Oh, from your mouth to God's ears. I hope so. <laughs> um, J.A., love you. And uh, yeah, let's keep this conversation going. Absolutely. And uh, we're yeah. so blessed to have you. Well, it was so nice talking to your father. Too, and Joe. Oh my you know, God. He, was, he was a doll. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yes. He's a sweetie. He is. He, he aight. He aight. Wow. Wow. A lot of life decisions. Yeah. A lot of life altering decisions. I think decisions. you guys probably could have talked for another like four hours. You know, and uh, we actually, if people, if we added on the intro, well, before the intro, our discussion with her, and then after yeah. we wrapped the interview, yeah, it yeah. would have been about five hours total. Truly. She's you know what was cool about that? A lot to offer. She has a lot to offer. And what was cool about that interview is I think... I see even growth in her from the last time we've had we oh, had yeah? her on. Oh, good, definitely. And I think you two connected differently too. It was actually it was really cool to watch and like listen to. I felt like she was a lot um, almost calmer this I, time. I mean, like, you know, with a star, yeah, it's different. Yeah, when you're with a regular guy, right? You know what I mean? Like right. She, she read me like a book. Totally. I'm, I'm a neighborhood guy, but She's you're also not afraid girl. of that. Not that I'm saying Maria is at all, but like you were just like very you were chill with her too. It was cool. I re- I really enjoyed it. A lot, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Did you enjoy it? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. No. I love ghosts. There was a ghost that used to live um, on our porch in the sorority. And, yeah. And everyone was always like, oh, my gosh. It was like one of the old, like, sisters, founders. And I would always oh. go to bed and just be like, good night. Good night, ghost. Like, I loved her. I was like, but dude, we didn't know. We didn't, we didn't know enough about her to find out. Her name out. was like Mary something. No. I, ne- I should have. I forget. I it was someone, one of the old people who used to like live in the house or like one of the old presidents after, see, they knew the story back then. I don't remember it. But point being, I was never scared of her. I was like, girl, if you don't bug me, I won't bug you. Do your thing. Yeah. Like seriously, just do you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause I would think millennials wouldn't be, when Gen Z wouldn't be afraid of ghosts cause they would just treat them like queens. No they would just treat them like queens. Exactly. Hey girl. Hey. hey girl. Oh my God. You are slaying as a ghost. Yeah. Do we have Pooja on? <laughs> Pooja. Pooj. Hi. Pooj, what did you think of our interview? I loved it. I liked her ghost story, obviously, cause I love creepy stuff like that. I'm like into it. Um, but I liked what you said about um, who you include in your life is like a choice. Like mm. there's people who are going to suck energy from you and you don't have to let them in your life. You have to creep those boundaries. So I, oh, sorry, my headphone came off. Um, <laughs> Party foul. Fell. Party foul. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. What was it? I'm looking up the quote I wrote down that I really liked. Oh, the devil only exists where you allow him to exist. Negativity only exists where you allow it to exist. Mm. I liked that bit a lot. Fire over anger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fire. And not always thinking as fire is a bad thing. No. 
because like she said it's like beautiful things can come from fire i think also just every like bad thing that happens where she's like okay what universe is teaching me a lesson what's a lesson this yeah and uh yeah it's a great way of looking at life and uh yeah i mean um i also love the idea that she wants to work more with students on energy me too i think it's so important in this next century well i think we're really that's gonna be the kind of the um not the cure, but I think it's going to be the way we're going to learn how to manage. I agree. All the madness of uh, the phones and the this and the that, and the twenty four seven and the anxiety and not feeling enough. I think. Well, that's learning about thing. energy is going to yeah. really help us manage it. Well, and being aware of mental health and all that, I think that's one thing that, as we talk about generations, the millennials, but especially the Gen Z, is really great at. They're they're very aware of. Um, whether it's like mental health or this, they're very into that and like the spiritual aspect of everything. So I think, I agree. I think yeah. that we're going in that direction. Also, side note, I killed a mosquito with my bare hands mid episode. If you're wondering. Is that a bad thing? Because I also killed this next thing. I killed one too at the end of the thing. At the end of her interview. Oh. I did one Wait, of maybe these. that's Wait, maybe that's a sign for, so did I. Mid, mid show. Yes, I went. Oh boy. Yeah, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe not. Now, why don't we think of it as a good thing? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. With, with one of those, Maria's healers always say good news, good news, bad news. Who knows? Who knows? He's He was awesome. Anyway. Dr. Rao. Well, Kelsey, until then what? Until Wait, hold on. I have to, we have to show everyone how good Wichita was. Yeah, she had a long day today, Winnie. Yes, yeah, she did a great job. She did an amazing oh, job, Winnie. she's Wichita. stuck on my necklace. By the way, I'm just as bad as any millennial parent. All I do is tell Winchenza how amazing she is. Yeah. <laughs> and carry her around. I everything is planned for Winchenza. She and has, she ma- he makes sure that everyone that she knows that everyone yeah. believes in her. Yeah, I'm always like, yeah, let her make sure she knows she's loved. Yeah. And that we believe in her. Right. So yeah, when you hold her you have to hold her tight, which mm-hmm. Kelsey does. Yeah. She's already asleep. You see, I'm just as, I'm part of the problem. Yeah, you are. You are. But anyways. You guys, until next time, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.